Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. My friends, I'm Brendan Burchard, host of The Brendan Show and founder of GrowthDay.com, and I'm honored to be your high-performance coach today. I believe that every day 
we can be inspired, we can live with intention and purpose, we can bring the joy and honor the struggles of each day to push ourselves to, to grow, to serve, to be a role model, to lead extraordinary lives. I believe that every day is a great day to grow. That's why I started my company, growthday.com. It's an online personal growth platform where you can get me and the world's best personal development teachers live, coaching you every week, sharing our wisdom, keeping you motivated and accountable, encouraging you to find the aliveness and the connection and meaning of life that we're all after. If you're not a member yet, please go sign up at growthday.com and join our huge worldwide community of achievers. For less than a dollar a day, you get the world's best teachers live every week. And look, you've probably known for a long time that you needed some expert guidance and inspired community and life-changing tools. So please, your breakthrough awaits you at growthday.com. Now, let's get to today's episode, my friends. Please listen closely. Maybe you take some notes so you remember these insights of personal growth. And share this episode with three of your friends because we all have to share more positive messages in the world today. So share this with three friends, just like you who are committed to their personal growth. And also be sure to tag me or DM me on Instagram at Brendan Burchard. Join our million plus community there on Instagram so I can say hi. Thanks again for listening. Now let's begin. Let's talk hiring, number one. In no matter what role that we've discussed today, whether you're the individual contributor, you're the tactician, you're the manager, you're the leader investor, I want you to know this. If you are, again, A, overwhelmed, B, feeling like you are not you know, uh, moving ahead fast enough, or C, not activating your full potential or achieving your full revenue that you could, again, team is an issue, and if you've already identified team is an issue, but you are not already a world-class weapon at hiring, I want you to immediately get hiring support. Get hiring support. Now, let's talk about how to do that. Get hiring support. Many of you have never hired anybody before. And I don't want you to go like, I guess I'd better go read a book on it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Hire somebody to help you hire, right? Hire somebody to help you hire. Whether that is an outsourced hiring agency in your town, or it is hiring a hiring manager, bring on an HR person right off the bat. Listen, the second hire at Netflix was an HR person. Reed's second hire at Netflix was an HR person. Why? Because he knew he was, he was gonna need people and he didn't know how to do the people part. So the second hire was an HR person to be like, let's build people together. I think that's really important for you to realize you don't have to figure this one out. I think a lot of people spend way too long thinking they have to figure this out. And I want you to know, I'm talking about myself included. And it was crazy. So I ended up working with a company to help me get more people in faster. I also ended up in other of our entities finding a key employee who manages, hires the, the people. I'm not even involved in that process, which has been critical and key to our growth and many of our other teams, and having a person who might be the operator, who's in charge of other people's careers. So it depends where you're at. But especially if you're beginning, get some hiring support. You know, even if you just hire a hiring consultant 
for like one month, right? Write that check. We're talking about like, I mean, you, depending on where in the world, you could hire a hiring consultant who can help you place your first one or two or three employees. You can get that hiring consultant for, not kidding you, like $1,000 to $5,000 for the month. And they can help you bring on, set up the systems and onboard the whole team. Now there's SaaS companies that can help you do this, meaning software companies that can help you walk through all of that. I don't have general recommendations there because I, I think especially if you're new, working with a person who's done it before and hiring that consultant or working with that agency is gonna be the best use of your time. And in hiring, time really matters. I just don't want all of you, here's the problem. I'm talking to a community of high performers. I know you guys. You're gonna be like, you know what? I'm a high performer. I'm gonna figure out how to hire everybody. I mean, I'm gonna do it myself. No one's ever gonna help me. I got it. Because listen, you are so good, guys, at mastering skills that you think you have to master every skill of the company. You don't have to master every skill of the company. But you do have to give your attention and time and focus to developing team. So you might not have a whole lot of attention, time, and development for team because you're the individual contributor or you're the tactician or you're the leader. So guess what? You're gonna need some hiring support. You just are. And I'm here to tell you, hiring team is always going to be difficult and having some support in that process will ensure you maintain momentum. Listen, uh, you know, in one part of our business, I would say in the last year and a half, we've probably lost 40% of the people who we onboarded meaning they didn't last. We either let them go or the job wasn't right for them. And uh, like people always ask, Brennan, how do you, this team thing, you have people coming in and out all the time. I'm like, yes. Just like in business, you have money coming in and out. You, you should anticipate. Again, I'm gonna keep coming back to this word over and over. Anticipate, 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 it's okay. But you're gonna need some hiring support if you're totally new. people you need to hire. Number one, skilled. Number two, passionate. Number three, social. And number four, problem solvers. This is your key. Every single time you have screwed up in hiring, you messed up somewhere here. Isn't it true? You got a very skilled person, but they were terrible with human beings. They had no social skills. They could not communicate. They poisoned the culture of the company. You hired skilled people who are really good at doing something in their, in their last company, but they couldn't solve a problem. You got other people who they're really skilled, but they have no passion, they have no heart. And these are the four things that you're looking for. Skilled, passionate, social problem solvers. I know everyone's gonna, Brennan, those people don't exist. You don't understand. I'm like, if you think these people do not exist, you need to get hiring support. If you don't believe these exist, you've never gotten help. What happened is you didn't know how to do this because you never got help and now you're blaming team? No, I'm blaming the fact that you didn't know what you were doing. I'm your coach, I gotta say the hard stuff like that. And I also have to take the lumps into my own self. Like there's been plenty of times I'm like, oh wow, you know what? I, I hired someone who was passionate and social and could solve problems, but they didn't have the skill. So I spent all this time skilling them up on the basics. 
Here's what I mean by each of these pieces. Number one, let's talk about skilled. I want you to only hire people who have knowledge, skill, ability, or experience in your defined industry or field. I'll give you an example. The number one problem I've made over and over and over in my experience in my companies or my brands, or I've heard from my friends, is that we often try to hire people outside of the field of understanding from our industry. And every time we do, it's like this, what we're doing is adding to their learning curve. And every time you add to someone's learning curve at the beginning of their career, you tend to take away from their duration in the career. It's the worst thing that most people never see. So you keep onboarding these people who have no experience, no knowledge, they don't understand your industry, your topic, your business field of interest, and guess what happens? You spend all this time getting up to speed on the basics of how your business or industry works. Listen, I take this all the way down to the simplest of frontline employees. Listen, if you run a bakery and you're looking for a person to work the front counter, I'm like, don't hire anybody who's never not worked in that type of food service industry. Don't hire somebody who's like, well, I'm out of college where I, you know, where I was a mentor to kids who couldn't do math. But I know I can do this job here at the front desk of this bakery. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, don't hire somebody outside of food service experience. Get somebody who's skilled in an understanding, even if they only had one year or two years. Get, like, wait. I'm here to tell you, wait to hire people who have skill or competency, let's just call it knowledge, skill, or ability, in your field of interest or your business category. It is going to save you so much time onboarding. I know there's gonna be tons of people down below. No, Brendan, I hired a complete idiot. This person knew nothing and I developed them and it was amazing. And I'm like, yeah. And they're one of my best employees now. I'm like, absolutely. And you went slower because you did that. It doesn't mean they're not a good person. This is what, listen, business owners, my friends, I'm passionate about this. So many people say, but Brendan, I took a complete nobody newbie, person who had never done anything, and they're one of my best employees now. I go, I know, and you went slower. You cost time, energy, effort, and opportunity from your organization, from your company, because you hired somebody who had no understanding. It doesn't mean that we can't take high school kids and college kids and people who never went to school and never had any experience and develop them eventually. But strategically, if you care about high performance and you guys have asked me, you have paid me, you have challenged me to challenge you. That is my job, is to challenge you, to be better, to move faster. And I'm here to tell you, if you wanna be more extraordinary in team, you're gonna begin by hiring more experienced people in your category or field. Please hear me. I am very clearly explaining to you. Of course you can take somebody who has no experience and make them awesome. It just means you're gonna do it slower. And time is what? Money. And if you're running a company and your company matters to you, time is money. Time is money. And I know this, I've screwed this up a million times in our companies and I, I don't feel bad about it because I'm that person who's like, I'm the people developer. I love to put people in roles and be like, let's go do this and let them figure it out and let them struggle and let them develop. That's, I love that. It's part of development and it slowed me down. I'm just being honest with you guys. 
Hire somebody skilled. It will speed it up. And here's the reason, the only reason most people don't do this. Either A, they're in too big of a hurry. You can wait another two weeks to get somebody skilled in there. Or B, they're cheap. And they say, Brendan, somebody skilled is too expensive for me. Uh, 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 uh. People don't take jobs for money. People take jobs for alignment with mission. And if you will spend the time to explain the mission and the vision, and you explain your brand, you explain where you're going well enough, you can get incredibly experienced people to come on board at much less salaries. We have parts of our teams in, in Arizona and California who had higher salaries when they came to work. But they knew that what we were doing here was important. They knew what we were trying to do. They knew we were an education company, not a billion dollar public company. And listen, if the people who wanna go work for billion dollar public companies who are like, ah, gosh, I want a $300,000 salary, they can go get that and they'll go do that. And you know what? A lot of them end up quitting that stuff. They leave that stuff and go work for organizations that are doing real, meaningful, important work that they connect with that maybe they didn't connect with a big company. I tell you that because that was me. I left a big, huge Fortune 500 company to start my own thing. I took the biggest salary pay cut in the history of ever. I went from, you know, six-figure salary to zero. And then I went broke. And then I went in bankruptcy because I had no idea what I was doing. If I'm willing to do that, people say, well, yeah, that's you, Brendan. I'm like, no, most people job hop. Most people aren't job hopping for salary. That's what they do in their 20s and they're young and they're dumb and they're just like want a fancier couch in their house. But then when they get more experience and more maturity, they're like, you know what? I wanna work for an organization that's doing something important, that allows me freedom, that allows me autonomy, that has a good culture, that has a good workplace, that allows me to enjoy the people I'm working with and see the impact of my work. Hey, it's Brendan, and I wanna jump in the middle of this episode here real quick and tell you about something I'm really excited about and something uh, that answers a question that many of you have for me all the time, which is, Brendan, where do you get this crazy focus and energy in your life? And the truth is, I've developed a supplement line that really helps me do that. And frankly, I needed to. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're trying to achieve big things, a lot of stress comes along. And as you're trying to achieve bigger things, you need to be on your A game more often. You need to be mentally sharp. You need to be mentally prepared. You need to be mentally energized and productive. And not once in a while, but like every day. You, you have to be on and sometimes guzzling more coffee isn't gonna do it. You have to use what we call nootropics, which are you know basically supplements that help optimize your brain. And yes, we have a product for exactly that. It's called HPX Optimize, and it is our most popular product. And you can get it. It's back in stock at hpxwellness.com. That's hpxwellness.com. You'll find HPX Optimize for your mental focus and energy there. You'll also find my favorite powdered energy drink that we created that's 100% organic and vegan. And you'll find my essentials, which is my daily multi that I take that covers my energy, that covers my longevity, that covers my immunity, that covers my brain and body health that I absolutely love. And you will feel the difference. Go to hpxwellness.com right now hpxwellness.com passionate people if somebody bores you in an interview don't hire them 
It's not saying that we're looking for extroverts and storytellers and you know charismatic people. I'm looking for passionate people. To, sometimes, you know what passion looks like? Someone like me, someone who's a dork about their research or about their field of interest. They're a geek. They're, they're dorky and geeky. They're, there's an enthusiasm for the topic area they're talking about. And that enthusiasm might come out quietly, but it's there. And your job is to look for the passion. It, when they're in that interview, if they're not enthusiastic, excited to be in that room, if their enthusiasm and their passion, listen to this, if their enthusiasm and their passion does not swell above the fear that they feel being interviewed, don't hire them. A lot of people come in, and certainly I've experienced this hundreds of times, who literally come in, and when I was Accenture, I got to onboard a lot of teams. I mean, by the time I was 27 years old, I'd seen thousands of people laid off, and I had personally been in the onboarding process of over 400 people onto teams. I had a ton of team experience by the time I was 30. And I will share with you the mistakes that I would see over and over and over again is someone would come in and, and after the person left, you would think, well, you know what, they were just nervous. You know, it's, it's, it's a big company, they're, they're just nervous. But you know, uh, they got the skill. They were just nervous. They were fearful the whole time, but they got the skill. Let's give them a try. No! Don't do that, my friends, ever. That's where you make the mistake. I hope these distinctions are helping you because these are literally at this stage of our career, millions of dollars of distinctions. And this one's so critical. If somebody's scared in an interview and their fear never gets overwhelmed by enthusiasm or passion for a topic, a project they worked on, the opportunity to work with you, don't hire, ever. Because that person is gonna bring down your culture. That lack of enthusiasm or ability for their passion to overcome their fear means they will never attain high performance in your career. This is my personal perspective in this one. I know some people say, well, no, but Brendan, I've got this outlier who did, I know. But in general, mass public, I am here to tell you, if in a job interview, their passion does not overcome their fear or their nervousness, that is immediately don't hire them. Because listen, the problem in hiring, people always think, well, let's give them a try. And I would say, there's no take backs in hiring. You, you don't give people a try. Because by giving that person a try versus somebody else, now you're taking all your team's time to onboard that person. You're taking your managerial time and your focus and your mental effort and you're spending your money on that person. When you could have been doing it for somebody who was gonna succeed there, who's gonna be better, who's gonna perform better. I hope this makes sense to you because this one's so, so critical. Passion. I love to ask people, people are like, well, what questions do you ask for this? Like one of the questions I'll often ask if I'm in the room is like, tell me about a project that you worked on that was really complicated or difficult, but you were really passionate about and tell me how it went. And if they can't describe that project with passion, they will never describe a project in my company with passion because I just set them up for win. Tell me about a project that you're passionate about. If they can't remember a project they were passionate about, oh my God, do not hire that person. In fact, in one of my other companies, I will end the interview right there. It's if they can't ever remember a project they've been passionate about, don't fool yourself and think you're the one that's gonna make them there.
Other big idea, social. I think this is really important and under leveraged in that uh, a person should come across well in an interview, but you should also ask them about their team interactions. Tell me about your last team. And here's my trick. If they tell me about their last team, and as they're telling me about last team, it doesn't sound like they ever forged any friendships there, I don't hire them. Listen, if they're telling me about their last team and it doesn't sound like they forged any friendships, I don't hire them. Even to the point where I'll ask that simple question, um, yeah, this is great, uh, thanks. You described a lot of roles and responsibilities and where you played on that team. Um, did you like the people you worked with? And I'll wait for that question. Then I'll ask the question, well, you know, on that team that you're on, where would you rank yourself in terms of your communication skill on that team? You know, the best communicator on the team, worst communicator on the team, where would you rank yourself and why? And that tells me everything. And if I'm not clear that they're a good communicator, either in the interview, if that's not obvious, or from a question like that, then they just go in the no pile. Now, some of you are like, but I'm not sure. Maybe they're close. That is where your diligence comes in. That's calling the former manager, the former leader, the former employer, and asking specifically, would you describe this person as a social person who's a great communicator and adds to the positive culture of the company? Let me tell it to you again. Would you describe this person as a social person, as a good communicator, who adds to the positive culture of the company. If there is hesitation on the phone, you don't need to ask another single question. There's your million dollar idea, my friends. So many of you think of hiring people and you've never called a former employer. And I know some of you are like, gosh, Brendan, calling former employers takes so much time. I've told you already, then get hiring support. Hire that HR consultant or that agency to help do that they got a call. I think it's really important. People ask me all the time, do I think it's mandatory to call former employers? I, I believe if you've not done a lot of hiring, uh, and, and so until you've hired 30 persons or been on part of onboarding 30 persons into a company, I think absolutely you must. I think, I think it's crazy personally if you don't. Okay, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Brendan Show. Tell some people about this episode. It's on each of us to spread positivity and empowerment during these times of chaos and negativity, right? So I'm asking you to be the dealer of hope and personal growth and education in your tribe. So take a screenshot right now and share the screenshot and this link to this episode with three of your friends today. Post it on social media. Use the hashtag growth day. That's hashtag growth day because that's the name of my company. And we're always giving away prizes to our community. If you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, leave a review because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. So my last thought for today, please remember you are stronger than you think. And the future holds good things for you. Tomorrow can be an inspired day. Every new morning is a second chance. Every day is a great day to grow. 
We're thankful to have you here in the Growth Day community, so be sure to go deeper with us at growthday.com. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the U.S., you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brendan. Or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me. 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me, or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses, or where I go live in my membership areas, or how I accept money online, now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight. 
because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com.